Hey there, welcome to episode number 23 of the Wake Up Eager Workforce Podcast. Today is about two magic motivation tools, feed forward and triad coaching calls. I'm going to give you more information about those two tools, what they are, why they work. You're going to hear my perspective on those, and you're also going to hear from a senior leader who has used both tools. So you're going to find out why I consider them magic motivation tools, and I'm going to show you how to do them. So you'll have downloadable step-by-step guides and tips to make these tools more effective. This is episode number 23. Look, Looking forward to getting started about this. I'm excited about this information. So let's get to it. Welcome to the Wake Up Eager Workforce Podcast, a show designed for leaders, trainers, and consultants who are responsible for employee selection and professional development. Each episode is packed full with insider tips, best practices, expert interviews, and inspiration. Please welcome the host who is helping leaders, trainers, and consultants everywhere, Susie Price. Hi there, my name is Susie Price. I am a professional facilitator, consultant, coach, and author. My company is Priceless Professional Development, and we're in our 13th year. And our focus is to help leaders build energy, commitment, and communication in organizations. And as I mentioned in the opening, the title or the official title for today's podcast is Magic Motivation Tools, Feed Forward and Triad Coaching Calls Explained. This is episode number 23. I'm so excited. I've made it to 23 and actually 24 episodes because I've recorded those. So uh, the flow with the podcast continues at the Wake Up Eager Workforce podcast. I'm enjoying it. I appreciate the feedback that I've gotten about it. And if you have ideas for feedback or, or shows that you'd like to see or people you'd like me to interview, please send me a note at Susie at pricelessprofessional.com. You can also type in pricelessprofessional.com slash Susie, S-U-Z-I-E, and send me a note that way. So love to hear your feedback and input. Today's show notes can be found at pricelessprofessional.com slash magic, M-A-G-I-C. And I'm calling these tools magic, and I hopefully I will explain enough of it for you to you to, for you to feel like they're magic as well and to want to try them and use them in your own development and development for leaders in your organization or people that you're working with or mentoring or coaching. If you want to see a directory of all episodes that have been created for this podcast. It's at wakeupeagerworkforce.com. That's all one word, wakeupeagerworkforce.com. I sure am enjoying this journey. I started the podcast about a year ago. My recording has been uh, not as consistent, but it, it continues, and that's just due to workload and time. I have my podcast studio which is basically a closet in an extra room in our mountain house up at Big Canoe in Georgia. And so when I come up to Big Canoe, this is when I record. And so between a busy schedule and not having been up here and all of that, it's just now coming together to get more episodes for you. But if you want to see what's been comp- uh, created and shared so far, it's at wakeupeagerworkforce.com. There's also a complimentary app. If you use an Apple device, you can... Get the complimentary app. It's free. Complimentary, duh, right? And you can download that from iTunes or if you just go to iTunes and you type up, type in Wake Up Your Workforce, you'll find it. And there's also a link to the app if you are on uh, the wakeupbeakofworkforce.com directory page. 
So uh, I'm excited about today's podcast. These are two power tools that are both very simple. Sometimes people have some hesitancy in using them, hence the reason for the podcast, because they don't fully understand them. So I'm jazzed to be able to bring this information to you. The results of using these tools, what I have seen is self-awareness, improved communication, building trust within an organization, creating a culture of feedback in an organization, helping a leader understand what they need to know and what they need to know to grow. Uh, it's just there's so many positives to it. And at the end of this podcast, you're going to be able to use these tools. You're going to have everything you need to get that same kind of growth for yourself or for the people you're managing or coaching. So let's get started. We're going to go into the first tool, Feed Forward. So what the heck is Feed Forward? Well, it's a future-focused way to get feedback for improvement. So we're focused on the future. It's about feedback, and it is about our own growth and development. It's a simple three-step process that focuses, again, I'm going to say this, on the future, where you ask others for improve ideas for improvement. You can just decide, hey, I'm going to ask for feedback about this behavior that I want to change. Or it could be part of a coaching process, which is how I use it. And I'll line that out to you, you know, what my coaching process is, just in case you're curious uh, how I use it and how it fits in. And I also have used it in workshops where you ask a group of people to, to demonstrate how easy it is to do feed forward, to give each other feedback in a very short period of time. And uh, it's interesting the ahas that people get and how invigorated people get in a workshop when they are doing the feed forward feedback process. So I mentioned that there are three steps in the process. The first step, if you were going to headline, it would be called pick one. So what that means is you're going to pick one behavior you most want to change and that you want to get feedback from others about to improve. The second step is to ask and listen. That would be the headline for the second step, ask and listen. So you ask a question. Once you've gotten clear on your behavior, the question could sound or look like something like this. Hey, I'm focused on doing a better job of, and it might be communicating, uh, accountability, leadership, listening, team building, whatever it is that you, it might be more specific than those big uh, uh, behavior changes, but whatever they are, you would list, list that one behavior. I'm focused on doing a better job of blank. Do you have any ideas or suggestions for me? It's that simple. It's a very simple question. It's a general question, so it leaves it open. And then your job, the first part was to ask for step number two. And the second part is to listen. And I say that in capital letters, listen. Listen to every suggestion. Don't correct the suggestions. Don't be defensive about the suggestions. You're there like a reporter or a journalist asking for input. And there's your job is to not provide any pushback, to clarify why you haven't done that, to tell how you already have tried that. Um, your goal is to listen and get as many ideas as you can. And what you do when you finish the conversation is, thank you, I appreciate this. And that's it. You say thank you. Ask, listen, and say thank you. And that is step two. Step three is follow-up. And the follow-up could vary based on how you're using the process of feed forward. But you always want to go back and look at your notes and 
Think about and reflect upon what you heard and determine the top themes. Throw out the things that you don't think are applicable. Use the things that are and then figure out what are the themes and what are the things I can do around those themes in my own development? How can I use them to be more effective in this area? And then what I often do if it's part of a coaching process is we will create a dashboard, which is the top three to five priorities for success. And I fully explain the dashboard in podcast number 22. 20, and you can find it at pricelessprofessional.com slash expectations. That's with an S and it's all lowercase expectations, pricelessprofessional.com slash expectations. And so that explains a dashboard. So you could take the themes, create a dashboard, or you could also follow up by reporting back to the people who gave you feedback around what you heard, what you're working on and what your next steps are. So, you know, you, you heard me use the in the title of this podcast, the word magic, and even the keyword for the show notes in this for this podcast is magic. And so it seems appropriate to me when we're talking about these two tools to use the word magic because good and new things happen and it happens so subtly and so simply with this process that it kind of feels like magic. And let me just tell you the first time I ever experienced the magic of of asking for input, um, which is basically what Feed Forward is, is asking for input and listening, right? I'm asking for your feedback and I'm attending to your answers, right? So way back, I don't know if it was 20 years ago, when exactly it was, but I remember where I was. I was sitting in my office. I was working in a leadership role for an international company, and the people that the leadership team was report, were reporting to were not very good leaders themselves. So there was a lot of low trust in, in the group. There were, many of us were frustrated. There were one-on-one conversations between us about, you know, resumes out, productivity was down, turnover was high. It was not a good situation. And, um, which at the time was made my life miserable. But in hindsight, it's really great because bad leaders can teach you so much about what not to do. They almost teach you more because you, you can decide, okay, that is some negative contrast. That's what I don't ever want to do. And you can see clearly what does not work. So that's the situation we were in. And so many of us were, were also wanting to jump ship. Other people had already jumped ship. And so eventually the company got got a hold of the situation and had the people who were leading us, they asked those that there were, was a team of a couple people that were asked to leave. And so while we were relieved, we still weren't happy and we were all still, you know, checking out the door to see what other opportunities they were there were. And this new leader comes in, his, we'll use his name as John, and it was probably his first or second week in the office. And he came into my office and shut the door. And he asked me what I thought was important for him to focus on in making things better. And I don't remember his question, but he had something like a feed forward question where he said, I'm focusing on being a good leader for this team. What should I focus on? I'd like to get your input. So he and I had a great conversation. He took notes. He did exactly what we talk about in the feed forward process, which is asked a question and listen to my answers. We had a pretty in-depth conversation. I'm pretty direct. I don't hold a lot back. So he heard a lot from me. I remember specifically him sitting in that chair, taking notes, summarizing what I was saying, repeating it back. So you mean that when this happens, you do this and this has worked? 
or and it, it was a really meaningful conversation that all these years later now I remember the conversation and when he didn't understand something that I was expressing he clear asked questions for clarification but it was all about me sharing input and him listening turns out he did that with all the other leaders on the team and he did the steps you know which of course at the time all I was was somebody who was frustrated and now I'm experiencing this John person who's supposedly our new leader coming in and asking questions and it really settled me down and it left a whole different vibe in the office very quickly. Um, so he did what? Step one. He picked one, you know, one focus. I'm focused on being a great leader for this team. What feedback can you give me? So it was one thing and it was broad and he asked a general question. Step two, he asked the question and then he listened. And then for him, what he did for step three for follow-up in this situation is he held a group meeting not long after he had had all the discussions with all of us, and he spoke in general terms about what the top themes were, what he'd heard, and and then he talked about what he was going to do about what he heard and what the next steps were and gave a little bit more about his background. So he, he he sought us out to figure out what we were thinking And then he used that information to guide his plan. And it was powerful. It changed the tide of resentment and frustration in our office. It brought us together way fast. I mean, very quickly, considering how much angst and stress there was in the office. And instead of working against him because he had asked for our input and now he was using it, um, you know, we were before ready to kind of work against him, just not because of him, but we were just frustrated, right? It's just human nature. Um, we, we turned the tide and we slowly moved our upstate upset towards focusing on how can we help him? And so that was a magic. And he was doing a process that I didn't even know was officially a process. That was 20 years ago. And I clearly remember it. And so then when I read, I first discovered it was actually a true coaching tool that Marshall Goldsmith talks about. He's a fabulous author and coach and leader, and he's got a great book called What Got You Here Won't Get You There, How Successful People Become Even More Successful. And I'll have a link in the show notes to um, Amazon so you can read about the book. It's been listed as a top 10 bestseller. Uh, by Inc. Magazine for seven consecutive years. And Dr. Goldsmith, Marshall Goldsmith, he's somebody, anytime I see his writing, I read it because he's a very good writer. Um, but he's been recognized as the number one leadership thinker in the world. And he is a, coaches some of the top executives in the top companies in the world. And so uh, that book, in that book, he talks about feed forward. So I think he might have been probably one of the originators of this coaching tool. And so... That's when I realized, hey, that's what that guy did way back when, John. Um, so just if you're interested in the book, I also wrote an article about the 20 habits he covers in the book. The article title is Leadership Traits That Hold You Back. Um, I've got all that in the show notes and links to that in the show notes at uh, pricelessprofessional.com slash magic. And also, just to mention, his book is also available on Audible, and Audible does something very nice for podcasters. He provides something for you, the listener of this podcast, with a, a free download. So you could actually get his book, What Got You Here Won't Get You There, for free. If you sign up with using my affiliate link, you'll get a 30-day trial, and I get a credit. So it helps me in, in, in a little bit in the time it takes to 
put the podcast together. So if you want to support the podcast, it's pricelessprofessional.com slash audible. Click on that link. I get some credit. You get a free book and uh, you can find out how awesome audible.com is. So let's review. What is Feed Forward? It's a three-step future-focused process to get feedback. It's basically asking people for input and listening. And I want to share with you some feedback from um, a episode that will be up very soon. It's episode number 24, where I did an interview with um, in the Wake Up Eager Workforce podcast with the Senior Vice President of Hotel Operations for TPI Hospitality, Dennis Walenta. Uh, he shares his view. He has used the feed forward process and he shares why he thinks it works. And it's a little insight into why I call it magic. So he, he talks about why he thinks feed forward works and what has to be in place for it to work. Let's listen to Dennis now. The feed forward process will work. And there's so many unintended byproducts, excellent byproducts that come from the feed-forward process that I don't think we'd have enough time to talk about them all. But I, I know to a person, and I've personally done it myself, I've personally engaged in the feed-forward process, as you suggested, kind of informally, but in, and it works, and it's, and it's awesome. But to a person that I've had uh, worked with who've done this feed-forward process, to a person, they have said it's the best thing they have ever done and um it it just it just uh and i think it's the whole process that that creates it it's the so i'll put it in personal terms so i decide i need i i think i have a blind spot and i need to identify that blind spot so i i talk to some people and i get an idea of what this blind spot might be then I purposefully find people that I believe will speak into my, you know, truth to me. I mean, people I work with, you know, they, right. they might be, they might be people that report to me. They might be my boss. They might be, you know, uh, people that don't necessarily report to me, uh, but they, my peers, um, you know, but, uh, even maybe vendors, people that I work with uh, on a regular basis that I interact with, but people that would know me well enough that I've built trust with that they know they can share with me and not get hurt by it. Um, as I develop this question, just the fact that I'm developing this question is a revelation to me to say, hey, yeah. There's something here. I need to find it. Um, yeah. So all just just that just that process alone, and then actually communicating with these people, it, it, it's just yeah. What you learn and how you learn it, and what you hear and how you hear it is just so absolutely revolutionary i mean it's just yep. it'll really the, the information you get will absolutely uh change how you go about your day your life your leadership how you approach your job if you've approached this process with the right mindset So that was some great feedback from Dennis, I thought. I hope you agree. I love that he said the information you will you get will absolutely change how you go about your day, your life, and your leadership 
if you approach this with the right mindset. So that's a pretty powerful statement when he's saying it will absolutely change. And it does. It, that's why we call it magic. And I think it's interesting that someone that I have worked with through this process at another company talked about Feed Forward and it's someone who is not naturally oriented towards going around asking people for their feedback. And uh, like I said, at another company, he said, uh, wow, I didn't really want to do that, but it was liberating. So it's a it's a powerful, powerful process. You know, we do do resist feedback. Often many of us do. We don't love it because we're, we're not comfortable often with getting it because a lot of people aren't comfortable in giving feedback. And when they do give it, if they haven't learned a way to give feedback that is, you know, powerful, pointed focus, and it's, you know, using the three to one ratio that Gallup recommends three positives for everyone course correction. Sometimes people get so aggravated with the person they're correcting, they get in a very um, negative tone and they only focus on what we're doing wrong. And, you know, you always do this. This is just the way you are. They kind of hammer it thinking that if I hammer and hit you really hard, then this will change your behavior. But it often doesn't work. So because we've often experienced feedback in that way where it's felt negative, um, we resist feedback. So that's why I'm such a fan of feed forward and why I think it's so magical. It's, you know, it's positive. So you're getting ideas for the future. It's safe and non-threatening. Oftentimes you're not digging into all the past so much because you've now said, I'm working on this thing that I've learned about from my past that I want to pr- improve upon. And so then you're moving forward. It's simple. There's only three steps. It's not complicated. It doesn't take a, a research team of scientists to pull it together, right? It's focus. You're focusing on one behavior. And I really do uh, want you to focus on one behavior change um, or one aspect. Otherwise, it dilutes uh, people's ability to give you very good ideas. It's fast. You can do it to the point. Uh, and the reason is you're not you as the listener or your job is to listen. You're not debating. You're not uh, wasting time saying, well, you know, I've tried that. Um, and it can be as quick as short 10 minute call uh, conversations. Like sometimes they last longer and that's OK, too. Um, but it can be really fast. It can be powerful because people give you their best ideas. You know, so my top three ideas are. So if I'm doing it a short conversation, then you're getting their best ideas. Not, you know, not if we went on for an hour and a half, then you're getting my 20th idea, which is nowhere near as good as my top three that I probably started with. I've seen feed forward be career building because you get and Dennis alluded to this or talked about it you know, how it changes lives because you're getting specific ideas to help you meet your goals. So, and you're learning more from those ideas. So you're hearing more since it's kind of one of the rules of the process is you have to listen and all you can do is say thank you. It, it allows the insights and the ideas to get in, you know, get to us. Sometimes we're so busy responding to something, we maybe sometimes miss the feedback. And the other thing is, is if you're asking a lot of people and you start hearing the same thing from the same people, that's a theme. And then you say, oh, now I get it. So it's intense in that way, in a good way, positively, and intense in that it can really help you build your career because it really can help you focus on what the next best steps are. I've seen this hidden gem around the magic of Feed Forward is it helps you grow trust. 
So you, you're getting people. If you think about how John approached me, I didn't know him. He was new in the office. I was already one foot out the door. Me and every, most of the other leaders there, too. Um, he was able to grow trust with us. He was able to get people to work with him on the development changes he wanted to make. And you can do the same thing, um, you know. People are now like in the boat with you. Oh, Susie's working on accountability. I want to help her with that. So they're more on your team as opposed to, man, Susie stinks at that. She's not good at it. So, so it, it's, it switches the focus, which can, can grow trust, grow relationships, and it changes how people see you. And, and can promote more honest conversations so that people begin rooting for you more as opposed to, um, oftentimes when people look at us and they're busy as we're busy, they're not thinking about us as much as we think they are. And because they're not thinking about us that much, they sometimes have a set notion in their mind. Oh, you know, she's always negative or he always talks too much or she never listens. They have these stories in their mind that they just stick with. And even if you're making great strides to change that behavior, sometimes they don't notice it until you put them on notice about the fact that you're working on this behavior. So they might not even know you're making these big efforts to do things differently. And so you're sharing with them what you're working on puts them on notice so they can actually say, hey, you know what? She is doing that. I see it now. And the other thing is, it's just, it's kind of like when you say you're going to do a special, you know, I'm going to run a marathon and you tell everybody you're going to run the marathon. Well, you're kind of more likely to run the marathon because you just told 50 people that you're going to do that marathon in two months. Um, it's the same thing. It increases your accountability uh, in that way because now you're talking about this behavior that you want to improve. So it 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 increases your accountability in an effective, non-threatening way um, because as you're talking about, I'm working on this, you're now kind of committing to it. Um, so it changes how people see you and it helps you be more accountable with yourself. It's a freeing tool. Free. You feel free. It's free because it promotes the idea that change can happen, that you can do something new. You're starting out on that foot. I'm focused on this. I'm working on this. What do you think? And it's based on the assumption that the receiver of the suggestions can make changes. So I can do this. So what are your ideas? So it helps helps us, you know, our our where we land is what we've thought about before we got there. You know, so how I do this podcast, I need to have thought about it in advance. And just like how I'm going to change a behavior, I need to have thought about it in advance. So it helps people think about it in advance with you, helps people envision a positive future for you and with you. It's solution focused, not problem focused. It's non-threatening. And, and the funny thing is about feed forward, you can do it. I can do it in a group of people. Say we have a hundred people in a room and we're doing a talk or a mini workshop or something. And I walk them through, through feed forward. And I say, the goal is to get, see who can get the most feedback and you talk to the most people. And the thing is, is in that room, all those hundred people, they don't all know each other that well or that maybe at all, but everybody can give you feedback. If you pick one behavior and you say, what are your ideas? And it's amazing how much interesting feedback you can get from people you don't work with every day. One, they don't have a bias. Two, they have a different viewpoint. So everybody can give you feedback. So I kind of did a sales job on you there around feed forward and, and the magic of it. 
you know, how do I use it in my coaching process? I promised at the beginning of this that I would share with you the, my coaching process. So I, there's several steps in the process. If, it, and this is a more involved coaching process, I have a three step process that I do, but this is one where maybe we're coaching over a couple months or, you know, it's usually tailored to whatever the situation is and what's best for that person and that company. But the first step is the person being coached takes an assessment and I use the trimetrics assessment, which I talk about in podcast number 18, pricelessprofessional.com slash trimetrics. And that's all lowercase T-R-I-M-E-T-R-I-X. So it is an in-depth report that talks about, uh, communication style, talks about motivators, and talks about how someone thinks, trimetrics, trimodal assessment. So people complete that assessment, and then I send them to a, a page on my website that's password protected where they can watch a debrief video so they can kind of get the basics of how to read their report. I have a bunch of tools on that page too. And then we have our first coaching call where I learn more about them, and we debrief and answer any and all questions about the assessment. And that's usually a one-to-one call. The second call is a triad call. And I'm going to talk about what that is after we talk about feed forward, because that's the second magic motivation tool. But it's a three-way call, hence the word triad, with the persons, with me, their manager, and the person who took the assessment, the person being coached. And we talk about top strengths and top behavior changes. And so, on the third call that I have with them, we talk about, okay, what did we talk about from the triad call that are focus areas that you plan to work on? And then we get, they get ready for the feed forward process. So I have a one page downloadable page, which is actually, it describes feed forward steps. And I've got that here in the show notes that you can access, but we get them ready, you know, get their question, get their behavior and walk through any questions they have around the process and pick out who are they going to talk to. And, you know, uh, with the people on Dennis's group that have gone through the feed forward, it's been, you know, they, they do feed forward with people who work with them. Usually that's where they start. They may do feed forward, including peers. So people they work with that aren't, don't report to them. And they also do it with a lot of the senior leadership within that company. And so they're getting feedback, uh, uh, across, uh, people who work for and then people who they work for. And, um, then from there, we take their themes gathered around feed forward and we create create a dashboard so here's what we're going to work on here's what the dashboard is the top three to five priorities for success and then we coach the dashboard and we keep checking back every time we talk how how are we doing based on the things you talked about were important what actions have you taken what actions do you need to take so it's very focused um and what drives it is the assessment gets them clear on strengths and development opportunities the triad call helps them see what their manager is thinking and feeling about their strengths. The feed forward helps them kind of take that and um, figure out, okay, what do I need to, to do differently? What ideas and actions are am I going to take to create the dashboard? So it's very focused and it flows really nicely and it works. People like it. They feel comfortable with it and it has enough structure and enough, enough flexibility that it, that it works. So I mentioned the overview on feed forward the the one page download that I share with coaching clients go to pricelessprofessional.com/magic or if you're on your phone you just you just tap 
you know, where this, where this program is showing, where you see the album cover and then that'll move and you'll be actually to see the show notes there that I put in my media host. So you can actually get it right off your phone too. So that is feed forward. You know, the whole idea is to come up with one question, ask, ask people to give you feedback, listen, you don't judge, you don't critique, you don't push back, you don't explain. Um, you just listen, thank people when they finish and then do the follow-up, whatever is appropriate for you. So that is Feed Forward. Let's talk about the second magic motivation tool, and that is the triad call. What is that? We talked about Feed Forward. That's when you're asking others for feedback. The triad call is a little earlier in the process if we're talking about my coaching process, and it is a three-way call with me, a manager, and an employee who's completed a trimetrics assessment. So I have a copy of a trimetrics assessment in the show notes if you're curious about what that looks like. So you can see what the coaching report looks like. It's it's long. It's 70 pages. And the triad call is usually the second coaching call that I have with a person, and it's between the three of us. And it takes about 60 minutes. It probably sometimes could take 90 minutes. It just depends on if we have time to do that. If we don't, we keep it to 60 and let the employee and manager follow up with the rest of the agenda. What happens is I give an agenda to the employee and the manager along with the coaching report prior to the call. So the employees being coached can prep for the call. And you'll see that uh, in the show notes. So once again, I have some comments from Dennis Walenta, the Senior Vice President of Hotel Operations at TPI Hospitality, about his approach in an interview he did with me, uh, which is going to be episode number 24 with the Wake Up Eager Workforce podcast. It's about eight minutes, but it's it's good stuff because he talks about how he prepares. And he I want that's one of the reasons I wanted to interview him for the podcast is he prepares really well for triad calls and gets a lot out of them. And they're particularly meaningful with him. And so I wanted you to hear how he prepares and how he uses it. So let's listen to Dennis now. So I go into that triad call mining for that. And Mm -hmm. so what I want to... there's something that's particularly relevant right now. there is. That points to something that you've been trying to say or you've been seeing that you want to help them see, I think, right? That's exactly it. I look for that. I look for that, hey... This is saying this, and I've been seeing something similar. So let's let's put this into this triad call. Let's get this out there. And the way I kind of look at that triad call, and um, you know, I don't know, maybe it's not the right exact way to say it, but I look at it as a it's a it's a, it's a free card. I've got Susie on the phone helping <laughs> my my leader and I go through this this assessment and it's my opportunity to to put the white elephant out there in a way that's safe and that we're able to honestly assess so i can bring out information if i'm ready and i've done my work i can bring out some great growth opportunities in a really positive non-threatening environment that now I get to go back to for weeks and months afterwards because it's it's out there. It's identified yeah. and, and we've and we've discussed. So maybe maybe something I've thought was, boy, this person's stubborn. 
and certainly none of the people I work with are stubborn, but that's just a, just a terrible example. But let's just say I'm working with someone that's stubborn. And, um, and, and so in this process, we find out through reviewing the trimetrics and on this call that they can come across as close-minded. And, um, and I can say, you know, I agree with that. Close-minded would be some things I see when, when we're talking about this, I can see you be very close-minded. In fact, it kind of looks like stubborn to me. Now it's out there. Now that person maybe has never heard me say, I think you can be stubborn. Uh, yep. Maybe they have heard me say, I think you can be stubborn, but they just think, well, you're wrong. So now, Susie, you get to take that assessment that has so much information, a lot of which I just can't quite process all. And you can say, well, you know, as according to these indicators, it does look like you could dig in on certain areas like this. And that leader that we're talking with goes, yeah. I do that. Yeah. And it's for a little the bit first of an ownership time, thing because it's yeah. black and white. <laughs> yeah. And for the first time they can see because, because this assessment also tells them all these wonderful things about them and they believe all those. But then when the assessment tells them some opportunities, they're kind of skeptical about it. But, you know, if I'm going to buy the wonderful things, I've got to buy the opportunities. And so slowly but surely they, they become a believer in the in the assessment. Therefore, they can identify with this opportunity. Therefore, now for the next several months, I can call them out on it and say, hey, do you think you're maybe being a little stubborn about this? And they can go, oh, yeah, I guess I am. You know, and, and so because it's out there, we talked about it and we were able to understand. It also helps me, if I'm prepared well enough, it also helps me understand what may be causing that stubbornness. That stubbornness mm-hmm. may be coming from being threatened. So my approach might need to change. But if I'm not tuned into this process, I'm not going to learn, wait, I can't approach this person this way or I'm going to push them into that stubbornness. So I'm going to ask a question instead of make a statement. You know, and so adapting your style to their style, and that's that's you know, again, you're reflecting on okay, what's my piece of this and how can I how can um, I own it? Yeah. How, how can, can I make I own it better? That piece. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. So yeah, so I think that's the that's you know, I'm going into the triad call with uh with with the ability to most of the most of the call that we have, and we've done many of them together, Susie, it's very uplifting. I mean, the, the general manager that I'm working with or the person I'm working with is is absolutely, you know, they're, they're identifying strengths and I'm speaking into them. And it's absolutely, that's absolutely a strength of yours. In fact, I'd add this and this to that list also. Yeah. You know, it helps you say those things more, too, because yeah. it might be things you see, but they're listed on the assessment, and you go, oh, let me point out this. Yeah, so it, exactly. And it really is just as important to point out the strengths, because oftentimes people take those for granted. You really and, have to. Uh, we really do. You know, I, it was interesting. I was with a company in Chicago um, in December and showed them the triad process, and they were like, ooh, gosh, why would we do that? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't. You know, and I was trying to help. That, that's part of why I like having this conversation with you because it it does sound like, okay, I'm going to come to this call with my assessment and my manager's going to be on there and Susie's mm-hmm. there. And now we're going to go through it and, you know, people come prepared, but it yeah. does, if, if you haven't experienced it, people aren't sure 
how positive it is. And um, my experience is it's pretty positive. Yeah, uh, it is. It's know. a very it's the 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 there's I can't think of any negatives that have ever happened or any. I shouldn't say negatives. I haven't seen any, yeah, anything that's been dis- uncomfortable or difficult in a triad call. Um, even when, even when we're, you know, maybe I'm trying to, to, to put light on a, on something that they haven't seen before or we haven't, you know, really addressed, there's still not a negative overtone. It's always been a very positive experience for everybody involved. And um, because it, because of the way the calls are designed, the way you lead them, there's always good content that backs up maybe some of these areas that are needing to be you know, need some light on them. You know, the, yeah. the blind spot needs to be revealed, and and so we it's all done have a blind spots. You know, so yeah. it's it's actually if you go back to the word uh, earlier, it's liberating to kind of go, oh yeah. I do kind of do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> if I know it, I can manage it. If I don't know, right. it, the, you know, everybody else sees it but me. And we yeah. all kind of, we all kind of know our styles. We all kind of know our, yep. our, our, our weaknesses or areas of opportunity. We all kind of know our strengths, but it sure is nice to have your, uh, someone who's an expert on this uh, assessment on a call with you, helping you and this person understand their assessment, how it affects them, what possible benefits and, and drawbacks this strength can be, and um, and it, it just there's so many there's so many positives with it. It's just it's a great great process. If you put the time in, you'll be rewarded tenfold. Whatever investment you put into the prep, you're going to get tenfold out of it. So based on Dennis's feedback, can you see how useful the triad call can be? Don't you like how he talked about how he looks at a triad call as kind of like a free card to put the white elephant out there? It it makes sense. It it's um it's it's lowering resistance. People are ready for the conversation and it's just always positive. And you know, some of the things that he does to prepare for calls is you know, for the triad call one, he understands the process because he's been through it a few times. And he mentioned, you know, he and I spent some time getting him up to speed and feeling comfortable about the process first. But now that he's done it a few times, he's he's comfortable about the process. Um, he reads the employee's ses- assessment. He has a short call between he and I have a short call before the triad call to say, OK, what are you focused on? Uh, what do you what do you want to make sure we cover? Um, and then. He is very good at making sure that the employee feels involved in the process and understands why we're doing it. That's an investment in them. He explains that from the beginning before they take the assessment. He explains it prior to the triad call. I put that information. It's, you know, all about you and an investment in you and your growth as a leader. So we, we do everything we can to create a positive and non-threatening environment. Um, so, you know, his explanations and the extra time he takes to do that shows up when we actually have the call because people come to the call prepared and eager to participate. 
And, you know, my key goal and his too, we both talked about it, is it's, you know, to reduce resistance and strip away the fear so the person's not calculating and filtering what they say so that we can have this really clear and honest conversation. And the process facilitates that and the assessment helps with that because it gives languaging around things that the employee may have wanted to share or things that the leader has wanted to point out. And so you do actually have with the triad call honest and helpful conversations. And as Dennis said, we've never had a bad triad call. It is a window of sharing and honesty, and you can get measurable change and improvement from doing a triad call. Um, the process begins with the assessment, and then it's basically the sharing of the results. It's it's the science of self, it's building self-awareness, it's opening conversations, and you'll see in the show notes, pricelessprofessional.com slash magic, the complete agenda. I've got it copied there for you. You'll be able to read it and see it, and, and you can compare it to actually the Trimetrics assessment so you could see what people share if that interests you, or if you actually use Trimetrics or you're a coach and you want to you know, use pieces of this, please feel free to do that. So you'll see that in the show notes. So I have used the triad call between a manager and employee, like what Dennis and I talked about. I've also used it. I tweak it a little bit for the mentor and mentee when you've got a mentor or mentee program. And it is it could be like their third meeting. Maybe they meet once to get to know each other. Then I have a meeting with the mentee about their assessment. And then maybe it's the third call where we do the triad. I've also used a triad call between people who are in conflict. So if an employee is, uh, two employees are in conflict, we, we can use the triad call for that as well. So that is the triad call. And we're closing out this podcast. So I've hopefully given you enough information that you can understand these two magic tools, feed forward and triad coaching calls. I'll mention episode number 23 in the show notes at pricelessprofessional.com slash magic one more time. And we've got, um, if you want to download the book or other books about leadership, the book uh, from Goldsmith called What Got You Here Won't Get You There, go to pricelessprofessional.com slash audible, all lowercase, and you'll get my uh, affiliate link. Once again, I'll mention the directory for all the podcasts, wakeupeagerworkforce.com. And you can go to iTunes to download the free app. Just type in Wake Up Eager Workforce. What happens is the app will be on your phone and you'll get episodes automatically. So anytime I update, they just show up. You don't have to go download anything. And they're there. You just click on, you'll see a little uh, app on your phone that looks like our, our album art. And while you're there at our iTunes, leave us a review. I'd love to get some feedback. It helps me. It helps other people find the podcast. If you like what you're hearing and give me some, some feedback in that way, that'd be awesome. So the next podcast is episode number 24, and it's where it's a full interview with Dennis Walenta. So it's the, the title is Leader Advice with Dennis Walenta around feed forward and triad calls. So we do talk about feed forward and triad calls to get more insight from him around those. But we also talk about his leadership journey. We talk about people who have influenced him. We've talked about his employee development. It's interesting. He's a great guy. He's fun to talk to. And he's a serious leader in that he takes his own development seriously. So I think uh, out of all of that, you'll get some good information on that podcast. You'll be able to sh- find it if you go to pricelessprofessional.com slash Dennis, D-E-N-N-I-S, and that's all lowercase. So that's, in, that's the end for this podcast right now. 
All the best to you, and we'll see you on the next go-around. Take care. This episode of the Wake Up Eager Workforce Podcast was brought to you by Priceless Professional Development. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to PricelessProfessional.com to gain access to more professional development resources. 